Hello, everybody. My name's Ted, and I'm blessed to have started this new adventure in my own podcast. So happy that you decided to join me today. Just to give you a little background of where I'm from and where I've been, well, I was born and raised in Bayside, Queens, New York. How you doing? I'm proud of it. Bada bing, bada boom. That's right. Uh, I've been in aviation since 1994, and I've spent 19 years as an airline pilot flying for a major airline. So I'm excited to start today and share all of my experiences with you. I want this podcast to be about uh, everything with emphasis on aviation and life in general, all kinds of topics. So I just turned 46, even, even though that's pretty young, I feel like I have a lot to share with everybody. I love politics, business, food, and most importantly, life, which I believe I have a second chance at. So my story begins. I feel like a whole new person. I'd like to start off my first show with why I named my podcast The Post Pilot Podcast. Well, unfortunately, I did have some medical issues where I lost my FA Class 1 medical, which allows you to fly for major airlines. I wasn't even able to hold a Class 3. So as you can see, it was pretty devastating, completely life-altering. After going through the entire process, I would love to reach out and help any other pilots who have had similar experiences. And if they don't qualify for disability till 65, what do we do next? Well, new career, new business, new job, new wife possibly. <laughs> it's that of a alter life-changing moment uh, in your career and life and really just changes everything. So listen, my flight path has been all over the map ever since uh, I lost my medical. I have just about tried everything and I continue to dabble in things I'm most passionate about. So after I lost my medical and career flying, I ventured into the real world. And I say that because flying with my, was my passion, I never felt like it was work. Everyone you worked with was professional and for the most part loved being there too. The saying in the pilot world is, if you couldn't fly anymore, well, you'd most likely get into real estate. So I pursued or pursue a truck driving career, which was a joke, but I know that sounds pretty ridiculous, but it was an inside joke amongst pilots. Just like when Goose and Top Gun thought he was going to kick down the Navy when Maverick went below the hard deck and he'd never have a new, he would have to get a new career. Well, there you go. So I did. I said, let me try this real estate thing. And um, I didn't know anyone who was a realtor, so I just started calling up the most popular realtors in the city. I probably called 20 agents and out of the 20, I only got three to call me back. But they all recommended New York Real Estate Institute um, of Real Estate, which was a school off 36th Street between 6th and 7th Avenue in Manhattan. And if you want to get your real estate license, uh, you can go ahead and contact them at 212-967-7508 and tell them that Ted from Post Pilot Podcast at ifantasted at gmail.com refers you. That's ifantas, that's my last name, I-F-A-N-T-I-S, first name Ted at gmail.com. And they should take care of you. So if you're interested in pursuing a career in real estate, uh, that's a good place to start if you're in New York. Now, when the course is completed, uh, you take the city exam and pass, and then you'll be allowed to practice in roughly 16 states. Not bad if I have all the states memorized, but just shoot me an email, I'll send it to you. The school is just fantastic. Fully engaged, excellent instructors. Honestly, if it wasn't for their superior teaching of the material, I would have never passed. 
The hardest part was showing up for the 75 hours of required class time, but I actually found it very rewarding and interesting. The time flew by, and before he knew it, two, three weeks, I was ready to take the exam. They advised you to start looking for jobs, so I started the interview process and interviewed with three different firms. I chose the one that was closest to where I live so I could just walk to work every day. And before you know it, I was hired. So now I just needed to pass the exam. And to be honest, I'm not a good test taker. So, but throughout my education and pilot training, as all pilots know, we, all we do is take tests and I'm constantly being tested, whether in the classroom or the flight simulator. The real estate exam was pretty straightforward compared to the course I took. Uh, plus, I recommended some great study guides that really helped with the test. So that helped a lot. And well, sure enough, I did pass the exam. And now I can start my new career. And sure enough, uh, at the time, I'm sure a lot of you know the TV show on Bravo, uh, the, real, the Real Estate Agents of New York City. Uh, I forgot the characters' names, but um, sure enough, well, I thought I was going to be like one of them. I thought this was going to be easy, and I'd be making money in no time, closing million-dollar deals in minutes. And when I started, I realized I quickly noticed that this was going to be very difficult, building clientele and closing deals. Well, like any new industry, there's a lot to learn, and so the journey began. Um, I lost 30 pounds in six months. I walked an average of 11 miles a day. I used to call it sweat equity. Sure as hell build character, climbing those five, six-story walk-ups with no elevators. And um, there's one word you're going to learn very quickly, and that's rejection, rejection, rejection. Now, it was somewhat similar to flying because a pilot, you're always being critiqued or criticized on how you perform, so it wasn't hard to adjust. For every 10 leads or potential clients you would get for a sale or rental, maybe you luck in like one or two deals if you're lucky. That's how competitive it was and very difficult. I mean, being a new agent, all my income was rentals. In the beginning, unless you knew someone who knows you, it's very hard to get a sale listing. So we can get all the details later, but by the way, if anyone's looking for a real estate agent in New York City, his name is A.K. Ibrahim. That's I-B-R-A-H-I-M. From Nest Seekers, he's awesome. He's a longtime friend and uh, work associate. Uh, check him out on Instagram. He has the best stories. No joke. You're going to love his stories. So tell him I sent you at ifantasted at gmail.com so he can hook you up. He'll give you a nice discount. He'll get, shave some points off that contract to find you a good rental. Um, he's excellent. Anyways, um, it was a steep, steep climb to get some sort of real income. So many things can go wrong and realize why they charge so much when you list a property. So much of your time and money and effort goes into put a listing to sell a listing. I have so much respect for agents. It's a lot of work, folks. But uh, if you love people and you love real estate, it can be very, very rewarding. I'm happy you joined me today. Uh, this is my first podcast, and I just wanted to give you a small insight into what will be discussed uh, throughout the future podcasts. There will be different topics and stories every week. Um, most importantly, please, if you can email me your questions and comments, I would love to hear what you think and what you want to talk about. Um, I have a lot to share. I have a lot to talk about, and I can't wait till the next podcast. The journey has only begun. So please tune in next week, and don't forget to subscribe.
Hello and welcome back. So happy to hear from so many people. I want to thank everyone for their feedback and overwhelming responses. Uh, you know my podcast uh, didn't reach many people at first, but when it published on some major sites, I started to get many inquiries and questions. So since I'm uh, new to this, I'm going to switch gears and go with what my audience uh, wants to talk about the most. I have given you uh, some insight on my background and how I lost my career flying and how I went on to new ventures. Uh, most of you have been interested in learning how to get out of debt and finding other avenues of generating income or finding a new career path. Just putting it out here again, uh, if you need help in getting out of debt quicker and establishing a secure financial foundation, I can help you. It's a few, po- few simple steps uh, as I will not drag it out and overwhelm you with information you probably already know. We can tackle your situation quickly and get results fast. Almost all people can get out of debt within nine years. That includes your mortgage. If you're telling yourself, I can never repay off my debts or have a life event that puts you in a bad financial position, just remember there's a way to take the first steps to getting you onto a debt-free life and moving forward. I'm going to put my personal info out there. For anyone who wants to reach out and discuss the steps to financial freedom or just uh, fixing your current financial state of affairs, here's my email for anyone who wants information on or has any suggestions. It's ifantisted at gmail.com, I-F-A-N-T-I-S-TED at gmail.com. Again, I'm not a professional or licensed financial advisor, but I can give you guidance from my own personal experiences. Okay. Without further ado, let's move on to some ideas where we can generate more income. After my flying career ended, I started looking for what to do next. There were some logical career paths I, couldn't fo- I could have followed in aviation, but I felt like trying something new and loved the idea of building my own destiny by having my own business or creating my own new passive income. As I mentioned earlier, I jumped into real estate as a real estate agent in New York City. It was off to a promising career, but due to circumstances in my personal life, I had to move out of New York City and plant my new roots in Chicago. I tried many different things. Folks, it's okay if you don't know your purpose, but unless you try, you will never find your path. I knew I wanted to be a pilot since I was three years old. There was no question about that, what I wanted to do. I was very laser focused and dedicated to my career path which I excelled at and achieved all my goals on becoming a captain for a major airline. After falling from the heavens and back to earth after my flying career ended, I had to find my new passions. I asked myself, what do I love to do? What am I good at? I made a list of all the pros and cons and really started brainstorming it out from whiteboards to business plans and had many one-on-one conversations. I recommend that you talk and ask to your friends family, and even other successful people what their insights are. You just never know when you pick other people's brains what ideas you come up with. Believe it or not, the first thing I did moving to Chicago was drive for Lyft. Yep, I needed the cash and a job quick. I worked 16 hours a day, six days a week, and averaged about $1,200 a week. The only little bonus here was that the days and hours were flexible and you worked your own schedule. Other than that, I don't recommend it. Uh, I have a profound respect for anyone who does it as a career. It's, trust, it's uh, really tough driving all day long in all the different weather conditions. Uh, but then the uh, Lord from up above blessed me and I met my wife, Voss. 
this is where things really began to change for me. I met people in my life that were positive and gave me purpose again. My brother-in-law, Tom, offered me a partner in a fast, casual restaurant together. Long story short, Tom was a great partner, but after six months in the business, I knew it wasn't for me. I gave him maximum effort, but the business needed more than I can give at the time. In my eyes, it was a failure, but I learned so much from operating and managing my own restaurant business, I have no regrets. So what did I do next? I continued to have my conversations with my wife's family of entrepreneurs and her eldest brother mentioned getting into the markets. Pete was heavily involved in the stock market and trading options. After a long discussion and a few tutorials, I was hooked. I thought to myself, if I can make $100 a day, I can support myself at a minimum. Many of you are probably scratching your heads and asking, what are options? So this is today's podcast intro to another source of income. It's not passive, but a daily routine that continues to grow with incredible momentum. It's something that requires your attention on a daily basis. Yes, my life trading stocks uh, for a living began January 2019, and the learning curve has been very steep. I have been able to make money year after year only because I have Pete as a mentor and coach. He has been trading for 20 years and has had great success. They say you need to have 10,000 hours as a pilot just to be good at, which translates to roughly over 10 years of flying. 90% of traders fail. The stats don't lie and are the same for traders. You gotta put the time in and put skin in the game to be and be active to learn from your mistakes. Now, this is a big topic for discussions. We can take many different avenues here, but uh, for the most importantly, for most of you are probably wondering how to get started. Yes, the stock market is inherently risky. It goes up and down, especially in these uncertain times. What if I told you that you can make money when the markets go down too? There are many ways to trade and be a success. I had no money really and started with $1,000. I had a laptop and an internet connection and spent the next two years every morning, 20 trading days a month, trading in the morning with Pete. Most brokerage firms now have zero commissions on stocks, but very small commissions on trading options. The most popular and easy platform that I use is E-Trade. They have great rates and you can even trade from your phone, which I love. Just think of the flexibility. You could trade from the beach if you wanted to. To start, I highly recommend training with someone who has been doing it for a long time and has some experience. There are many ways to trade. You could trade long, you could trade short term. Uh, You can trade different platforms like Forex, which is the currency exchange. Do you like cryptocurrencies? The latest craze, but huge potential for returns. Pete trains students for a living and provides a detailed instruction on reading charts and making day trades and swing trades. Swing trades are overnight or longer term trades. Day trades are just that, same day trading. There are so many trading platforms available and you probably get bombarded with all these advertisements. All I have to say is that many are full of hot air and do not provide any results. Just be very careful. Pete offers his services and it isn't cheap, but uh, you can get up and running and making money sooner rather than later. I personally am still a student and an amateur, and I consider myself an amateur. Um, I have made money year after year and been positive, but only because of my mentor's input and guidance. 
Every time I go on my own, I think I've got it figured out and I'll lose money. I still have a lot to learn. There are so many pieces to the puzzle with emotions running high, being a big deciding factor of winning or losing. Here's my contact info again at ifantasted at gmail.com. If you're interested in getting more information on beginning a trading career in the stock market, I can also recommend other platforms to get you started on and the pitfalls to avoid. I can save you money and time to get started. Okay, thank you for your time. Please keep your feedback coming in. It is great and helps me fine-tune the podcast into topics that matter to you most. Have a great day and can't wait to have you join next week's podcast to discuss more income ideas and share more personal stories. Don't forget, you can reach me at ifantasted at gmail.com. Take care.